Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. DC may have been trying to hang on to the MCU coattails in recent years, but they arguably ruled the roost pre-Iron Man. With the many iterations of Superman and Batman and other characters, DC have had their moments. We are going to count down our greatest DC movies. But first, I'm going to give you the top 10 DC movies at the box office adjusted for inflation. So, let me play that. We've got the metal version of Superman theme here, so... uh, as a background. At number 10, we have Man of Steel from 2013, $711 million. What's the S stand for? At number nine is The Batman, $772 million. I'm vengeance. At number eight, it's Wonder Woman, $823 million. What is a secretary? At number seven, it's Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice from 2016, $872 million. Dear played. At number six, it's the Michael Keaton Batman 1989, $897 million. I'm Batman. At number five, it's Joker from 2019, $1.07 billion. It's not a joke. At number four, it's the Superman, the original, well, the 1978 version, $1.11 billion. We come from a planet called Krypton. Huh? At number three, it's Aquaman, 2018, $1.15 billion. Amen. At number two, it's The Dark Knight Rises, 2012, $1.18 billion. It would be extremely painful. You're a big guy. For you. And at number one, it's The Dark Knight, 2008, $1.21 billion. No. No, you. You complete me. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Will they make our top ten? Who knows? Um, I have got an expert with me tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he is a top, top comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Tez Ilyaz. And I am so, so happy that you're here, sir. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's <laughs> Superman. <laughs> um, here's a challenge for you. Yeah. Can you, without looking it up, reel off back to back yeah. the theme tunes for Superman, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, oh, without easy. getting without without getting them muddled up? Yeah. So Superman is 
Uh, I always remember Superman because it says Superman. Da, 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 yep. Indiana Jones is da 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 da, da and Star Wars is da da da. da. Well, do you want it from the 20th Century Fox fanfare? I can give you. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I asked the wrong person. Do this at the do this at the pub. If you're listening, do this with your friends, and I guarantee you there'll be a lot of mix-up. Because right. those three, they're, they're in the same space. You know what? It's funny you say that. Because I was listening, I can't remember what I was listening to, and the Harry Potter theme came on. And it must have been around Christmas, because then I watched Home Alone. And mm-hmm. they're both done by John Williams, and they're yes. literally identical. Now, I love John Williams. I think he's an absolute god. But I thought, oh, my God, that they are literally the same thing. You know what? I listen to Harry Potter theme, because I, I sometimes listen to soundtracks uh, while I'm driving, and the Harry Potter theme came on. And there are parts of that Harry Potter, the main Harry Potter theme tune that I really dislike. Really? And it reminded me of the worst bits of the mo- of the movies. Because the movies are a mixed bag. Yeah, the first couple are very, very not good. Little kids from uh, drama yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm feel like I'm watching like a match of the day version of the books. Right. Like he is, he is highlights of what I think are the best bits for you, the viewer. And you're like, ah, oh, this wasn't. This is not a coherent, cohesive film. So I take it you're looking forward to the Amazon. Is it Amazon or Netflix? No, because because it, it's so improved over the years, and then you got so used to it, and the adults are. Perfect. Yes. Like every single one of them are perfect. And and the kids got better as the as they grew the films. And so it is a bit difficult to um disassociate it now. And the it's weird... gonna be that how dare you stood where he stood. Yeah, and the weird thing is before we pressed record uh, record, ladies and gentlemen, I will put the little com- so we had a little Star Wars conversation, which I'll put at the end of the episode because it was it was great. Um the rumor is that they're gonna get they're trying to get Adam Driver to play um, Snape. Snape. And after your, you said your hatred for well, Kylo Ren, would that? Yeah, uh, that... but not for Adam Driver. Adam Driver's great. He's fantastic. I think, yeah. I think, I think he'd be, I think he'd be amazing. I think that, that, yeah, that'd be perfect casting. Although part of me is like, keep him British. It depends how good his British accent is. Yeah, that is true. Because, but then it's like, are you gonna? You can't then also just do an imitation of Alan Rickman. Because See, Alan Rickman was playing Alan Rickman. Exactly. And this <laughs> he is was like playing how, Alan, Rick, Alan Rickman Snape. How not... different are they going to try and do it? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. going to be really strange. Anyway, um, before we actually go on to the DC movies, we've, start, we've, we've done Star Wars and we've done Harry Potter and we've done John Williams. Um, you are a comedian, sir. Yes, I am. So now I, I saw that you're going out on tour yes. soon. Yes, in September. Right. Now... I'm fascinated with, I've got a, a few friends who are comedians and I am fascinated with your process in regards to having a blank page mm. and then filling that with, like if you're going to do a special or go out on tour, you're doing an hour at least, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long does that uh, take and what's the process in, in, in filling that page? The process is generally as long as it takes for you till your next show. So if I went, for example, if I went on tour last year and I went on tour this year, then the process would be a year. <laughs> but, right. But my last tour was in 2021. 
this shows in 2024. So the process is three years. So between 2020, the end of my tour, last tour, and me thinking, right, announcing this one, I would have accumulated some material. Right. So that'd be the starting point for this new show going, okay, you've got like 15, 20 minutes of stuff that you've written since the last tour. That's the starting point. It might not make, by the time I get to the tour and finish the editing process, it might not make it in. But at the beginning, that's the sort of, I've got 15, 20 minutes that wasn't in the last tour. That's brand new ish. That's my starting point. Right. And some of it might make it into the tour. None of it might make it into the tour. All of right. it might make it into the tour, depending on what I decide the themes of the new show are. And if the stuff that I'd written is strong enough or it's better than the stuff that I'm writing up to the tour. So I'd be writing probably up until about August and then a month of heavy editing, just at gigs, just right. doing the material at gigs and just editing, editing, editing until what I feel like is the strongest version of the show. And do, do you do you sort of wake up in the morning and go, right, from nine till five, I'm going to write? Or is it you're just wandering around with a notebook in your, in your pocket thinking that, that I saw that, that's quite funny, and you take a note? It, or is it a bit of both? The, la- the latter. It should probably, by the time I get to the end, it'll probably be the former for right. about two weeks. But, and, and I say the morning, I'm a night owl, so it be like at night. But but it's um but right now it's sort of like just letting your mind wander and it's 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 observations it's stuff that's happened to you it's stuff happening in your current life so I got married eighteen months ago moving to a new house so there's lots of stuff to mind there um, it's stuff you observing in the news and current affairs and things you care about that you feel like you're f- that overlap with what your fans also care about um, and and then. And then, yeah, and then anecdotes and stuff. So, yeah, it's a mix of, like, stuff that's happened to you, stuff that's happening to you, and stuff that you observed in the world, whether that's political or whether it's you're wondering why there's too much Biscoff around. Right. <laughs> but the, the, with the way that the world is, I mean, A, we need comedy, mm. especially with the way that the world is. But how much of a knife edge is it now, especially doing political comedy? Is that what makes it interesting for you, is the fact that, you might say something that can potentially get you cancelled or potentially make you go viral or is that the is that a danger or is that like just an excitement in in when you're writing a bit of, a bit a bit of both like going viral is just so anxiety inducing right because you know whatever it is you could be talking about potatoes or you could be talking about a general election or any something anywhere in between yeah. But someone will hate what your your perspective on whatever it is. Mm. Obviously, the most the more political it is, the more people will find to hate it. But if you're talking about potatoes, there'll be someone in there who'll be frothing at the mouth about something that you've either left out or you've offended them somehow or other. You can't you, the internet is just a mad place full of people with who just interpret who take take their inter- interpretations out of things. And also people who just want to troll because they enjoy trolling, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's a sport now. But, um, but it hasn't always been like that, though, has it? It hasn't always been, because obviously the internet is a relatively new thing. No, I think a lot of this came sort of that post-Brexit Trump, because both of those happened in 2016. Yeah. I think a lot of that came post that, because suddenly then we all got divided into these two camps. And if you found someone who voted Remain in the Brexit vote or voted Leave in the Brexit vote or voted for Trump or voted... I think it was Hillary Clinton at the time. Um, you could also then, with a certain sense of certainty, a degree of certainty, guess their political views on 90% of other things. Mm. 
because we've just now, oh, you voted remain, therefore you must also probably support this, 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 this. Oh, you voted leave, you probably therefore think this, 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 and this. And 90% of the time, you're probably right. And we've just been put into these two camps and our algorithm just feed us more and more of that. So we get more and more entrenched into those viewpoints. And we assume we're right because all we're reading and all the opinions that we're seeing are agreeing with our what we think. So it's just, it's a, it's a mad time. But does, mad does, time. does that then make, make generating comedy from that easier or harder? Um, in some ways, it's, it's harder to go to clubs because at comedy clubs, it is any anyone anyone's there. You know, the, the entire general public is there right. um, from, from all sides. And it used to be that if you did stuff or said stuff, people would either laugh along because they get it as a joke or they'd be like, well, I don't think that bit's for me, but I'll wait for the next bit. Whereas I found since post-Brexit, but especially since post-COVID, there's a lot more of... Right. In the audience that there never used to be. And I hate it so much because I'm like, just let it wash over you. If you're not enjoying it, you'll enjoy the next bit. If you're yeah. not enjoying me, you'll enjoy the next person because it's a comedy night of like four or five people are on. So don't worry about it that much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. now we've since COVID and like we've just everyone assumes that their opinion is important and valid all the time. And like sometimes it isn't. Mm. So just just don't worry about it. And everybody's right. That's the thing, yeah, isn't it? Everybody the thinks thing. they're right. Yeah. Um, so we're here to do now I you are a fan of superhero movies. Yes. Thank God for that. Otherwise, this would have been a really short <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> um, so where do you where do you stand? If anybody's listened to this podcast before, they know where I stand in regards to I think that DC right royally fucked up. They they didn't follow the Marvel. Let's take time and let's let's um create movies where we feel for the characters and we get to know the characters. They tried to rush it and for me, it didn't work, the whole DCEU. Where do you stand on the DC and MCU? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I think you're right. If you're comparing DCEU with MCU, there's only one clear winner. Yeah. I mean, the MCU knocked it out of the park. Yeah. For, at least for a very, very long time. Um, but I think if we're taking the wider DC and Marvel... My heart has always been DC. Oh, right. If, okay. we, if we take non-shared universe movies, yeah, the standalone movies or standalone series, like the Dark Knight trilogy example, or we take video games, or we take animated stuff, or we take uh, the comics, um, then I am, I am, I, I very, I think that DC wins in almost every department, or at least it's. Where Marvel is strong, it's a, it's a close tie. Yeah. But I think I think DC takes more like comics, animated stuff, movies, and sh like non shared universe movies. I think is all DC. Yeah. And then when it comes to shared movie universes, MCU. Yeah. 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 Hands hands down. Okay. Well, let's that's my pick. Yeah. No, and I I completely agree. I think sort of pre Iron Man. Yeah, no one cared about Iron Man before Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. No one cared about Thor. No one cared about Captain America. No. We only cared about Spider-Man and Hulk and the X-Men. Yeah. And that was it. And that was yeah, it. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, right. So give us, Tez, give us your number 10 DC movie. Okay. Now, I just want to say that I decided to leave out animated movies. Okay. Fair enough. And so not making the cut are two of my favorite DC films, which are 
Justice League, the Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And the Lego Batman movie, obviously. Of, of course. Of course. Of course. So those two don't make the cut. Yeah, I've done the honorable, same. Honorable mentions. Wonderful. Okay. So okay. number 10 is? The Batman. Okay. Yeah, that didn't make my top 10, actually. It That's was fine. Very, it was very clear. Yeah, it was very, very close. I am vengeance. Yes. Yes. So what made you well, i mean obviously it's in your top 10 so it's it's one of the highest ones but what what about that movie stood out for you then i love this film i really liked it robert pattinson surprised us all i thought he was a terrific batman i think his bruce wayne is a little bit of work but i thought he was a terrific batman um catwoman was amazing it was gorgeous to look at we had an abs- one of the best um, comic book villain turns by uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin, who I'm hoping we see a lot more of. Yeah. Um, flagged a little bit. I thought there was one storyline too much in it, and so it probably dragged half an hour too much. That probably brought it down slightly from five star to a four star for me, uh, or at least to a four and a half star. But I, I loved it. I thought it was very well executed. I thought the story was great. Um I thought it was slightly, I thought the story could have been slightly better. I thought it was slightly Sherlock light. Mm. I thought maybe the mysteries could have been a bit more compelling and a bit more, um, a bit harder to solve. Because uh, if yeah. he's the world's best detective, yeah, the world's greatest detective, then I want Sherlock level of working shit out. Yeah. I, I, I want to see that. But I like that it was a noir. I like that it was sort of slightly slower paced. I like the voiceover. The music is gorgeous. Um, and the choreography is great. The, the chase scene where Batman chases Penguin down was mm, gorgeous. And yeah, I liked a lot. Of, I thought the fire scenes were really good, well choreographed. Mm. Um, I thought Paul yeah, Dano was it. really creepy as as the yeah Riddler. yeah it, super it, creepy. It wasn't over the top. It was very understated. Yeah, and he just yeah. looked like somebody that definitely had a, a screw loose kind of thing. Yeah, and and I like the whole. Um, like the, the the Thomas Wayne wasn't a saint. That's right. And I like that. And I feel like what it's possibly setting us up for, which I'd love, is maybe the Court of Owls. Right. Okay. Because I, that's a movie I'd love to see, or at least I feel like. So so here's so because maybe we're slightly jumping ahead to conversation wise, but what I'd love to see in the new DC James Gunn's DCU, yeah. James and Pete's DCU, I would like to see Batman off the big screen. And I like to see him on the small screen. I like to see big budget HBO Batman series where every series brings in a new Batman family member. So you start with, so you start with Dick Grayson and by the end of the fifth, sixth, whatever series, you end up with, you know, what, four, five, six of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every series you have a major villain and a sub-villain. So you might have a, a death stroke with, so you have a street level villain, like a death stroke, and then you have a more sort of another villain on, like a like sort of above a big, that a big boss yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what I'd love and I feel like you could then explore Batman and the Bat family and this the catalogue of an, of amazing villains he has a lot better mm. than just in a two and a half hour film I feel like you've thought about that quite a lot <laughs> I have I have really partly it's because I really want to see the Court of Owls yeah and I feel like the Court of Owls should be a series not a film right right it's I mean, I will come to it with one of my um, choices a little bit later on, but the one thing I don't like is that it's still very fractured. You've got the Batman over there. You've got the uh, Joker movies that are not attached to mm. anything. Mm. And then you've got James Gunn 
doing his yeah. stuff. So you've got so many different. I, I I like it when it's all in the same. I do like the same universe kind of. Yeah, thing. I, I get what you mean, but I feel like now with the uh, with the and, and MCU have slightly helped with this with the introduction of um, multiverse multiverses. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think DC made the decision a couple of years ago where everything everything is canon right. within the multiverse. Yeah. So all of it, whether it's animated, comics, whatever, whatever, whether it's been, whether it's cancelled or still ongoing, is all canon somewhere in the multiverse. Yeah, and I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So we've gone from something that's very grounded uh, with yours, um, uh, number ten, the Batman. I've gone for something that is totally ridiculous. I'm going to go for Superman three. Now, Woo! Superman three, I can remember because when that came out. So what would I have been? I would have been fourteen when that came out. And Pamela Stevenson was in it for a start. So that was one reason. And it is totally ridiculous. This is it when is the Yeah, this is when the Christopher Reeve Superman man movies started to really get very cartoonish. Mm. Um and and this has got Richard Pryor, you know, doing a, a great performance. He, I, I loved him in it. Yeah, Robert Vaughan as the as the baddie. Uh, but you also have that epic um good superman versus bad superman because yeah, that the, was nice and it it was so well done and they, they, they grind him in the in the in the the he, he grinds him in the grinder yeah oh yeah. i remember that as a kid going wow and it was just so it was brutal it was he gets he gets flattened by a massive like i don't know what it is like a wrecking ball kind of thing yeah um but the fact that you see superman he's in a in a bar he's sort of i think he's got a little bit of um, stubble now because he's turned bad and his blue suit is a slightly darker tinge of blue where he's turned bad and he's flicking peanuts in this bar smashing glasses and like dr he's had a drink and he goes off and he shags Pamela Stevenson and he's just oh my god it's crazy yeah it's, but it's fun it's a really good fun movie I haven't seen it for a while so I don't know how much it holds up now yeah because isn't isn't that supposed to be Brainiac at the end? Oh my god, I don't know what was what was the end. I'm like this sort of woman turns into a robot. That's right. Yeah, that was like Robert. Vaughan's, and I feel like, um... is that meant to be Brainiac? And then is the, is the bad Superman meant to be Bizarro? Because I feel like those are two wasted films. Yeah, I mean possibly. I mean I know that he turned bad because they made some synthetic kryptonite, didn't they, to weaken? Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. But they only had like ninety nine percent, and so they. But then, how were the two of them on the? You just yeah. I don't. Know. That was weird. That was weird. Know. But it was. It, it's. It's a lot of fun. I need to watch it again. I really do. I think yeah, I watched yeah, it about yeah. five or six years ago, and I don't know how well it really holds up. But uh, yeah, so we go from the sublime to the ridiculous. I like it. It's not in my top ten. And neither. Go. So neither of those are in our top tens. I feel like there'll be a bit more overlap, surely. As I'm we sure. Progress. I'm sure there will. Um, okay, you're number nine, then, please, Tez. Man of Steel. Okay, yeah, it didn't make my top 10. Wow. Didn't. So Man of Steel, I think, is the most technically well put together and impressive DC film ever made. Mm. And for that alone, because those are categories in the Oscars, for that alone, I feel like it merits a top 10. It's not a perfect movie by any means. And would I have had soup? I get it. But would I have had Superman killing Zod at the end? I probably wouldn't have made that decision. But then also I'm not in charge of these decisions for no. good reason. Um, <laughs> I, just, oh, I haven't earned, earned that right. Um, but I thought, I thought, because I, I love Superman Returns. Um, is that what it's called? Yeah. 
Yeah, That's Superman the, Returns. The Brandon Routh one, yeah. No, sorry, not Superman oh, Returns. No. Superman 2, sorry. I love Superman 2. Right. But I thought this Zod was genuinely a menace. Right. And menacing. And I loved Krypton. I thought I thought the first hour of this film was great. Mm. And then it got all bashy, bashy, smashy, smashy. That's the trouble with all those kind of superhero yeah. movies. But I thought, the, fir- but like I thought the first hour was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I thought Kevin Costner was great in it as mm. as um, Clark's dad, if you like, and Russell Crowe was um, Superman's dad. It, 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 it definitely. The only thing about it, and I, I I I saw this movie not long ago, and there doesn't just seem to be any fun. Yes, in dour, the movie, it? it's, it's very dour. very dour, and it just kind of. I think Superman is one of those things. I think it was said at the time that even when he starts learning how to fly that's where the joy should be because he's got these mm. amazing powers and he had that little bit of the kylo ren kind of face like a smacked ass all the yeah. time you know <laughs> yeah yeah and he's yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. god on this planet but you know we'll, we'll i'm sure we'll talk a little, even more about Zack snyder as we as we go on maybe because he, he, he comes back again yeah he, in my list he'll be there uh, a couple of times in mine as well so uh, yeah um but yeah it uh, it's a good movie. I just, it is that thing again. I don't think DC quite got it right when they were yeah. sorting their movies out, but you know, um, but talking about um, the reiteration of, of, of movies, I've gone for wonder woman 2017 as my Ooh, number nine. Okay. Didn't make my list. And I was, when I went, we went to the cinema to watch this and I was really surprised how much I enjoyed it, especially mm. the no man's land scene. Which for our Patreon subscribers, uh, I'll put it on our uh, video playlist because um, it is up on YouTube, and I find that really emotional. And what makes it worse is the just how shit Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was. Oh, so it bad. was, and I couldn't understand how they could drop the ball from a movie that everybody thought this is fantastic to make such a piece of shit that was just yeah, didn't was didn't make sense in yeah, any. Yeah, and I and it was it kind of then I think a bit of the stink goes on to the original Wonder Woman, which shouldn't really. But I think Wonder Woman ninety four being so bad was also like a death knell for the DCU. I think you're right. Yeah. So if that film had then been a success again, you're going okay. There's something to build on here. Mm. But it was just another. Not only obviously it was COVID, so it didn't do financially great. But it was just so bad, so panned. Yeah. And none of it made sense. And a none lot of, of it, it and I was, yeah, I mean, I'm sure if we ever do a top 10 worst movies, that may well be in my top 10 <laughs> of worst movies because it was just, it was just something about it. Anyway. Uh, okay. Your number eight then, please, Tez. Ooh, number eight. Here we go. It is a Joker. That's my number six. Mm, That's my going, number yes, six. Todd, Todd Phillips Joker. Yeah. Great so, film. I mean, if if it was if if this was a non-superhero movie, if this was a movie about a guy psychologically breaking down, reaching the end of his tether, slightly incel characteristics, and then loses it and just takes his vengeance out on all and sundry, so it, it, but also painted very sympathetically. Absolutely, I think it'd be higher on more critics' list. Yeah, I think it's a phenomenal film. Yeah. I, that was the thing is like he is a psychopath he's an absolute mm. psychopath but you actually feel sorry for him through the movie 
And, and I guess if, if his life had been led differently, if he'd been shown a bit more love or if his co-workers even had been nicer to him, if the world hadn't treated him so shoddily, yeah. he, he wouldn't have become what he became. No, no. And, and the one thing I loved about it was the fact that the Joker, the Joker character has been portrayed so many times, like iconically, at mm. least at least three times. I think Cesar Romero in the original Batman TV show was an amazing Joker. He's totally yeah. you know, yeah. out of the way. Then you got Jack Nicholson. Mm. Then you got Heath Ledger, and you think, well, can anybody really do anything different with this character? <laughs> but Jared Leto never. But Jared he did Leto, do some, no. Well, he did do something different, but <laughs> but it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. And then I you just... got and then you and then you've got Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I forgot so, about know, him. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about him. But he, he then he just played it absolutely. And then when he becomes the Joker, is like and the, and the laugh. Oh my god! Oh, so good. And the, and the bit we're going down the stairs when he's doing the dancing. It's so it's it's creepy, but you can't yeah, take yeah, your eyes yeah. off of it. Yeah. It's just but yeah. the, but the laugh being a tick is so perfect. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's a great one. So that's your number eight, and that's my number six. Okay. okay. My number eight might be a bit controversial. Go on. But I'm going for the Is Justice it... League. But I'm going for the Snyder Cut. Okay. I'm going for the four-hour Snyder Cut. That's my number four. Is that your number four? Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. I can remember when it came up on, on Sky, and I said to my missus, I said, I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to watch, because I know that it's in chapters. I'm going to watch the first bit. I ended up, I think I went to bed at like half two in the morning because I watched the whole thing all in one go. And I thought, why didn't they just release this? Because yeah, we good, we, we went good, to the cinema it? and watched the original Justice League and within two minutes, everybody in the cinema, when we saw uh, Henry Cavill's CG mouth, mm. we thought, what the fuck is going? What is-? And we were all looking at each other going, what is this? And then it became, again... Top ten worst movies ever is yeah. Josh Whedon's Justice League. It's so bad, so but, bad. But just but the Snyder Cut is so good though, and even if you could sh- and you could probably easily shave an hour off that easy for for a cinematic release because yeah. the last the last hour of um all the bit of that comes after they've defeated uh what's his face and all the dream sequence and all that like that that you could just lose for the cinema you could lose all that yeah um and you could probably sh- find another fifteen minutes to shave off. But yeah, it, I thought I thought it was brilliant. I thought I thought Ray Fisher being the heart of that film was really clever. Yep. Them introducing the atom. Yep. Would have been was was great. Um, it just made so much more yeah. sense as a, as a a comprehensible movie and storyline. It just made so much more sense. Yeah. And yeah, I I thought it was just great. It was just a great yeah. movie. Still other snaderisms, you know, the the, the, the slow mo. Actually, if you spend up some of the slow mo, you could probably shave another half an hour off. Yeah, <laughs> from <probably can't>. um, <laughs> But but, but no, you get I, that I with Snyder, don't you? That's the yeah, thing. You yeah, get yeah. That. I, I haven't oh, watched, I watched any of that Rebel Moon. Have you seen I, it? Non, so bad. It's really? Nonsense. It's nonsense. It's terrible. So I heard like, a even lot like, of that is slow motion as well, isn't it? Yeah, even like for someone who I like Snyder and I want him to do well and I want his movies to do well and I want him to prove that. One of the execs wrong, and whatever, right? But it's, it's bad. It's not good. Really, it's not. It's not good. Right, I won't bother watching it then. But Maybe it would have been a good. It might have been a good Star Wars film, where you don't have to introduce necessarily characters. Yeah, because you know them already. Yeah. That could have been possibly a good film there. But because you're introducing a brand new universe and therefore brand new characters, which the film just didn't do very well. Right, and you don't just don't care for them. Just bad, bad. 
It's like, that... it's, like, it's like the Eternals. Oh, I don't yeah, care. I, I don't care. Yeah. Anything post Avengers Endgame is just been bad. It's been DC bad, as far as I'm concerned. Apart from yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy three, I think that's been that. Was and Spider Man. Spider Man. No. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. This is <laughs> yeah, apart yeah, from yeah, yeah. Spider Man, um, <laughs> Spider Man into the uh, 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 the first multiverse. the first six episodes of Wonder Vision. Yeah, and <laughs> but apart until from the, all that, until the reveal, <laughs> yeah, apart was, from yeah. all that, what has MCU ever done yeah, for us? Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Okay, so that was your. So what are we on there? That was my number eight. So we're on to you then, Tez, for your number seven, please. My number seven is oh, we got Snyder back again, right? Watchmen. That's my number four. Oh, nice. That's my number four. I love this film. Oh, it is such a good film. Right o- from almost, the start. Almost too faithful to the comics. Yeah. Apart from the one sort of, apart from the uh, the squid yeah. at, at the end. But right from the first frame, the way that he uses music and uh, it's just a great movie. Yeah. I love this film. Yeah. And it's so gruesome as well. It doesn't, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. hold back, you yeah. know. Yeah, um, but this film I think is what got him the DC EU project. I agree. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. who watches who watches the Watchmen? Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant, and and using Bob Dylan at the beginning. Yeah, um, the score is is incredible. Um, I yeah, I love this film, and um, what's his face who plays the Joker? Not the Joker, the comedian. Um, uh, yeah, um, Negan. Isn't it? Negan, um, yeah, the, the Walking Dead. Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean uh, Morgan. Thank you. Um, I loved him in this. Actually, I love him in everything, including Supernatural. I think I think it's terrific. Uh, but but Je- Jeffrey Dean Morgan's Thomas Wayne is the one that got away from us. That's true. Um, That's true. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, because yeah, oh, I can't him. believe they never gave that to us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's. It, there's there's lots of moments like that of people that should have been in movies as certain people, and that's that's that was one of them. Yeah, but this but, one this one was this one was great. I loved it. I I I hadn't read the comics before going in, no. so I didn't know any of the plot twists. I didn't know when when the bad guy revealed himself. I thought I thought that was brilliant. Mm. Also, have you seen the Watchmen TV series? I watched the first, I think, two episodes, and then for some reason just didn't watch the rest of it. It's is it, is it so really good? good? Is it? It's so good. Right. It's brilliant. Like like. It, you you get to about episode four or five going, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is generally what is happening? Yeah. And in the last two or three episodes, everything ties together. Oh, really? And you're like, oh, that's what I need to do then. I need to... this is good. Right. This is good. Yeah. And they deserve a second. But I think it was a standalone series, like story. So fine. But I feel like it deserved a second series in just to explore a different story, maybe in the Watchmen universe. Right. But it was... Oh, it was terrific. So good. Yeah, I, I bought the Watchmen um, graphic novel after seeing the movie. Same. Uh, yeah, and it was it's just... Yeah. I, I, I think, the obviously, what Zack Snyder is good at is using music to go in with certain scenes, and it just makes... And, the, and he's technically a superb director. It, really. Because Watchmen really is. is gorgeous. Yes. It's a gorgeous film. Yeah. And yeah. Dr. Manhattan looks amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Penis and all. The... Like he looks great. <laughs> that was oh dear. I mean, to be honest, look, if I was if I was someone with the power of him, I'd have given myself a bigger penis. I just would have done. <laughs> I mean, you look at it and you think, okay, it's okay, it's okay. That's but... why I trust him, he's not arrogant. Well, I suppose not. I, mean, I suppose he can have 
I mean, he was doing um, where he became like four or five of him to pleasure yeah, his yeah, girlfriend, yeah. wasn't he? So yeah, maybe he yeah, doesn't need yeah. a big penis, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got 50 fingers going <laughs> all different places, you know? Um, maybe, he's a, maybe, maybe he's a grower? <laughs> maybe he is. Uh, um, that's a bit personal for me. But anyway, that's, uh, <laughs> I know that feeling. Um, so Seven was The Watchman. Uh, that was number four for me. My number seven, I'm going for Penguin penguins and batman returns from 1992 Ooh, that's my number three. Ooh, okay I've got, it, I've got it that high okay um i don't know what else you can say about this movie it's it's again it's literally sort of batshit crazy with the yeah penguins, this film is insane with the penguins that are, have got like rockets strapped to their backs and um danny devito is great I think this because it was it was Danny DeVito and then you had Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. And yeah, it, it didn't and you feel also, too much, you know. And you've also got um, oh, what's his name? Christopher Walken. Yes, Christopher yes. Walken. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Brilliant film. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton, I feel, is my favorite Batman. Okay. So I don't. I, I, I rewatched re re it before the Flash. Right. I watched Batman Batman Returns before the Flash came out, and. Uh, yeah, both those films are just there's parts of them that are amazing. Yeah. What did you think of The Flash? I actually genuinely really liked it. Right. I, I thought there were bits of it that were silly. I thought yeah. the CGI needed some work and you know the Christopher Reeve thing was a bit was a bit insensitive, I thought. But um but I thought it worked. I thought I thought he was terrific. Yeah. He was so good. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's why they never fired him. Because he's fucking brilliant. But I feel he's in the same um, same boat as... Uh, oh, who's the guy that played Kang? Jonathan Majors. Yes. They both kind of had their universes in their hand and they both yeah, fucked it Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I thought it was good. I thought I thought Batman was good. I thought, I thought Supergirl was terrific. Yeah. Um, and I liked how... Could you, you know, like, how when sometimes when there's been characters back retrospectively, they make them weaker. Mm. Like the MCU have done this a lot with Thanos in uh, the what ifs and stuff. Yes. All the villains and what ifs are like, oh, what if you could just flick him like that? Um, but, but but what they did was they made, they made if anything, they, they made Zod even stronger than yeah. you remember. And you're like, oh yeah, don't fuck about with Zod. Yeah. He will fucking kill you. Yeah. A and million, a million times. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it was, it was definitely it was better than I thought it was going to be because so many were slagging it off. So you got to walk it. Well, we got it at home. Watched it at home, but you sort of start watching it with your arms folded. Like, mm. come on, then, come and come mm. and impress me. And I genuinely thought it was good. It was good fun. Yeah, like you say, the Christopher Reeve um, and and the Nick Cage CG. The Nick Cage was funny though. It was like I mean it was great because I'm I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, so I've heard yeah. him talk about. Yeah, that yeah, Superman yeah. movie for years. That was a and that years. was a nice nod. It was a nice nod, but it was just kind of like, I think by that time I was like, I was sort of in, right? Okay, this yeah, movie yeah, is going to yeah. be fucking weird, so let's just yeah, enjoy yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. But no, that's a that's a good one. Yeah, but they're um, not not giving us a different, like not giving us Ebod Thorn or anyone else was I thought a bit of a missed opportunity as well. But then but then it keeps that open for the for James Gunn's DCU. Yeah, at least they didn't waste. Um, What's his name from The Boys? Oh, I don't watch The Boys. You don't watch The Boys? No, I don't. I've had so many people say to me that I should watch it. Watch, my... You need to watch The Boys. Yeah, because that is supposed to be 
like really, really crazy. Really, it? and also really, 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 really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Is that a DC thing? I think it is a DC imprint. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think it's, I don't think it's part of the DC universe. No, but it's a... But I think it's a DC or a Vertigo or something. Or right, a, right. I think. Don't yeah. quote me on that. I might be wrong. I'm okay. sure someone I'm sure someone will let you know. Someone will was, email us and wrong. let us know. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was my number seven, your number three. So we need your number six then, please, Tez. My number six is, and I think this is a criminally underrated movie, Shazam. Oh, okay. Yeah, that didn't make my top ten. Okay, why is it criminally I really, really enjoyed this film. I think this film has great comedy, great heart, great action, and a thoroughly decent story that pulls you in. I thought the kids in it were terrific, and often in these movies, kids are terrible. I thought all the kids were terrific. I thought Billy's story was amazing. I thought the kid who played young Billy um, was brilliant. Right. Well, young, yeah, it's Billy is his name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think the kid who plays young Billy was terrific. Um, and then also, the, the, whatever the comedian's name is playing Shazam was also terrific. Um, and I thought then the sidekick kid, the kid with the crutches, I thought he was also really, really good. And I liked the foster family. I, I, like, I liked him a lot. And I thought there was a, there was a semi-decent villain in there. Um, and I just thought it was really good fun. I thought for an origin film, I thought it was better than probably most... MCU origin films it's like it's better than Captain America one is better than Thor one it's better than a lot of I thought I thought it was better than Doctor Strange one like I thought it was a really really I thought it was DC's best origin film wow um outside of like a Superman or a Batman yeah I need to revisit then because I watched it once and I mean it didn't float my boat too much but... I really I really enjoyed it yeah okay have you seen the second one not good no not good no. Not it's not like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four levels of bad or Aquaman two bad, right. but it's not it's not good. It's 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 a step below, and it's a shame. It seems like they just like they've thrown a lot of the screen to see what sticks, and sometimes and also partly I think it's like that film should have had the rock in it. That that film should have been the Black Adam. That should have been the Black Adam film. Yeah, and then therefore they had to pivot to something else yeah do you feel it felt like once they'd said that the the snyderverse was going to come to an end it was like they just kind of let's just get these movies out and out of the way so that we can get james gunn you know yeah 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 it's a bit of a shame but yeah no i'll give that one i'll give that one another go i think because uh i i I think i liked it but i just can't remember anything about it so i need to maybe give it another go if it's that high in yours and you're you're a much bigger uh, dc aficionado than i am that's for sure Mm. Uh, right my number six was joker which we've already spoke about so nice. i never told you about this so it's time for this pop quiz hot shot okay i got 10 questions uh all dc movie related oh shit mean, let's see let's see because you are I, <laughs> I, mean, have I, ter- feel, I have a terrible memory though but you're Go an on. expert you seem to know so let's have a look let's have a look uh what kind of percentage you get so number one what is task force x also called the suicide squad one out of one number two in batman what is the name of the gotham city crime boss jack napier initially works for is this is this um batman one as, as in... in the 1989 batman yeah yeah um he works for this is jack nicholson's character so, so, I, I, so I, jack I napier question... was was jack nicholson and yeah. So that the guy that he worked for, that was played by, oh god, what was his name? 
Is he one of the Italian mobsters? Jack. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Palance, played by Jack Palance. Was he one of the Italian mobsters? Yeah, kind of, I think, yeah. Uh, like Silvatoni Sil- Sil- or something like that, or Moroni? No, oh. it was Carl Grissom. Carl oh, God, that's, that's too vague. That's too vague. Uh, number three, Wes Craven actually directed which film based on a DC Comics release? Wes Craven? Indeed. It wasn't Constantine. Something? Well done. That is very good. Come on. Uh, which DC villain is Justice League Big Bad Steppenwolf related to? Darkseid's uncle. Is correct. Dwayne Johnson waited 12 years to play which DC character? Come on. Black <laughs> I, had Adam. To, I had to slip that one in there. Um, what was the name of Penguin's gang in Batman Returns? This I don't think I do know. Um, <laughs> the icicles, I don't know. <laughs> no. The Red Triangle Gang. Who was originally slated to direct Superman 4? Hmm. So this would have been early 90s. Or late 80s. Is it a big name director? Um, it's It's a big name... Director more in horror. Hmm. 
John Carpenter? No, it was actually Wes Craven. Wes Cra- I was going to say yeah. Wes Craven as well. Oh. There you go. In Superman Returns, what is the name Lex Luthor gives his new landmass off the coast of Metropolis? I've seen that. I've seen that film a grand total of once. All oh, right, <laughs> in the cinema in New York when it came out. Ah, uh, Utopia. I don't know. It's New Krypton. Uh, in Justice League, who appears to Bruce Wayne in a vision and warns him that Lois Lane holds the key to everything? The Flash is correct. And the final question: Who sends Diana a photo taken of her during World War One? Bruce Yes, well done. That was six out of ten. Sixty percent. That's pretty good. The one that I was happiest with was the West Craven Swamp thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You pulled that. I one. pulled that out of the bag. You I don't know where that from. Out of the bag. Also, what was question one? Uh, what is Task Force X? Or oh yeah, that was yeah. That yeah, was I, easy. I, I wouldn't yeah, have. Yeah, I was, didn't know. Yeah, that was easy for me. That, oh, there you go. Some of them, but some of them, like I'm not gonna re- like I, I've seen. The Red Triangle, I saw that in December and I still don't. I could have watched that film yesterday and I wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have got that. But 60% is really good, mate. So well done. Well done. Thank you. Okay, back to the job in hand. Uh, Mm -hmm. We need your number five then, please, Tez. Um, So my number five. And you know what? I was tempted to put this slightly higher. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah, it didn't make my top ten, but... I love this movie. Mm. I, I do. I, I do. love this film. Yeah. Because uh, it's 100% James Gunn. Yeah. It's so silly, but also like, but in a believable way. Yeah. You're like, yeah, well, of course they'd be this silly because the whole thing is a bit silly. Mm. Um, I love the double cross. The double cross at the beginning was brilliant. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Because it wasn't, it wasn't expected at all. No, no. The fact that all the people that they put up in the promos are just getting blasted to bits instantly. <laughs> you think what? That was Hang on. so good. Spoilers um, for anybody that hasn't seen it. Yeah, and yeah, good, great villain. Mm. I mean, actually, every villain. There's like there's like multiple villains in this, yeah. and they're all they're all great. Um, Harley Quinn, obviously outstanding as per. Um, Idris Elba played Idris Elba very well. Yeah, and John Cena's great. Yeah. Did you ever, did you watch um, the Peacemaker TV show? I did. I thought also it was, brilliant, thought brilliant, it was so good, so good, yeah, so 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 good. So I'm quite excited about the DCU, um, or the new DCU, um. So yeah, no, I, I love, I love this, I love this film a lot. Yes, yeah, I completely lot. agree. And I also think it's quite slightly misunderstood and underrated because I feel like a a lot of people haven't seen it, but b people who saw it didn't like it for some reason, and I feel yeah. like I feel like you need to watch it properly again because yeah. it's really good. And it was also it didn't do very well at the box office where everyone thought no. it was going to be a massive, a massive yeah. hit. But yeah. compared to the original Suicide Squad, which I thought was a terrible movie, and I don't think it yeah, was... but even parts of that I liked. It's not right. a good movie. I, I agree with you, but yeah. I, I like parts of it. Yeah, I would love to see the director's cut of that because yeah. I think a lot of it got taken out of his hands. But uh, mm. yeah, um, okay, that's your number five. My number five. Uh, I'm going with the original Superman from 1978. Uh, it's a, a great movie. It's it's the first movie I can remember. Oh, I've where... got that number two. Oh, you got that number two. Okay. Oh, I almost forgot that. Yeah, I've okay. got that number two. That's yeah, yeah, because that film made me fall in love with probably movies, but like definitely Superman yeah. and superheroes. 
Yeah, because it came oh, out. So it came out on this king the year after Star Wars. Mm. So sort of like special effects where you could see ships flying around mm. was like amazing. But all of a sudden now there's a man flying around, and at that time it was like I can always remember watching that that helicopter scene. You know when the helicopter crash mm. and he's jumping up and he's saving Lois, and then he picks up the helicopter. It was just mind boggling. And then mm. you've, got, you've got the John Williams soundtrack, Gene Hackman. Still for me the, the the greatest Lex Luthor that has been. He's just I yes. He's just so I good. love the I love the Smallville guy. Yeah, yeah. But he is for me, I mean I yeah. I love Gene Hackman anyway. He's a, he's a great, Fair. great actor. Fair. Um but yeah, it's just a it's a great movie. And I think you you have to watch it with thinking that it's nineteen seventy eight. Because I think I, I yeah, yeah, none yeah. of my kids or have uh, ever seen it, I don't think. And they'd probably look at it and go, oh, yeah, that looks a bit ropey with the special effects because yeah. you take for granted the special effects. Well, also, have, him like, at the end, like losing Lois yes. and then spinning the yes. world backwards again. And you're like, oh, it's so good. And also he he has been the best um, Clark Kent by a country mile. Yeah. His Clark Kent is phenomenal. Yeah. It's one of those things like you you did when you took your glasses off at the start. It's, <laughs> it's always one of those movie moment things where you think all he does is he's just got a pair of sunglasses, or a pair of glasses on. But you get all your lads. His hair is different as well. Oh yeah, there I are, there, there's a few subtle things. He hasn't got the kiss curl or anything, has he? Yeah, yeah, and he's got and he's and he's uh, slightly carrying himself slightly differently. That is true, but yeah, it's and also a... like I realized when I was older, he's a handsome man. Mm. Absolutely. Sort of thing that you didn't really care about as a kid or whatever. But I think yeah. all I'm like, and then and obviously then I didn't see that film for years. And then when I saw it again, it would have been probably in my early 20s, or at least the post or at least Christopher Reeves' face. That guy is a handsome man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. So that's your number two. Okay. Number so, two, yeah. um, so your number four was Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four was Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, your number three was Batman Returns. Yeah, my number three is the original Batman from 1989. Ooh, okay, um, yeah. So again, there's so many iconic moments. You got Jack Nicholson. It's it's just a great movie. Tim Burton at the top of his game. Um, it was the way that he made Gotham feel very claustrophobic. And, yeah, you, you know, know rewatching rewatching that, I just realized like how small the set was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This was shot in a studio, yeah. not in not out in the real world. And it's crazy to think that, but it it, okay, it kind of made me feel like because because it always feels like Gotham is always it's always raining in Gotham, mm, mm, whether mm. it's daytime, whether it's nighttime, it's always grey and miserable. But it was like like you say, they probably used the same street corner ten times for different scenes. Yeah, and just Jack Nicholson is just great yeah. as the as the Joker in an iconic performance. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not. Even though it's not in my top ten because I put in Batman Returns, I didn't want to. In can't argue with that. No, that's fair enough. So that was my number three. Uh, your number two was Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two, which I feel might be your number one, uh, is the Dark Knight. What the hell is the Dark Knight? That's number my, two. That's my number two. Yeah. Wow. Um, now I'm. I, I like I say. I I have a feeling that that's your number one. Yes. So what we'll do... Because number two is Superman. Yeah. So what we'll do is, if you want to count down your 10 to 2, mm-hmm. I'll do the same. Then we can talk about the Dark, Knight, the Dark Knight, and then I'll talk about my number one. Okay. Okay. So number 10. Yeah. The Batman. Yes. 
Number nine, Man of Steel. Number eight, Joker. Number seven, Watchmen. Number six, Shazam. Number five, The Suicide Squad. Number four, Justice League The Snyder Cut. Number three, number three, Batman Returns. Number two, Superman, the original. And number one, the GOAT, the greatest comic book movie of all time, The Dark Knight. Okay, we should talk about that in a second. Mine is number 10, Superman 3. Number nine, Wonder Woman. Number eight, The Justice League, Snyder Cut. Seven, Batman Returns. Six, Joker. Five, Superman. Four, Watchmen. Three, Batman. Two, The Dark Knight. And I'll tell you my number one after we've spoken about The Dark Knight. So you just said it's the greatest superhero movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel it is. It's a perfect movie as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, but it didn't quite get to my number one. That's just amazing. Why is it your number one? Um, Like it's, it's, it is a perfect, if this wasn't a Batman movie, it would be, a, it would still be a perfect movie. You've got an iconic antagonist, one of the greatest top five antagonists of all time. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant out of the box performance by Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, rest in, uh, rest in peace. Um, Action set pieces, or there's two or three action set pieces in this that are terrific. The opening bank scene is brilliant. The each of those um, minions is betraying the other one. It's so so good. And then Joker w- w- drives off with all the money at the end. The bus coming into the bank is just oh, it's so good. And then the um, the scene that the 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 chase scene um, when he's chasing the Joker through the tunnels and stuff. Um, and Joker has the has the rocket launcher. The Joker in the in the interrogation room. The introduction. The first time you see the Joker properly when he goes and sees the mafioso in that room is just one of my favorite scenes in movies of all time. I thought Batman. I thought Chris um, uh, Christian Bale was also criminally underrated in this because yeah. Heath Ledger just took so much of the spotlight. It 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 took away from how good and grounded Christian Bale's performance was, both as Batman and as uh, Bruce Wayne. And the supporting cast is just phenomenal. Of course, you've got you've got um, Lucius played by um, uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. You got Michael Keaton. You've got Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, and you've got um, all, all 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 the various villains played by played by different people. Yeah. Um, just brilliant. Just a brilliant, brilliant movie. Incredibly well executed. Obviously, you've got you've got Two Face, which I thought was one of the greatest greatest heel turns in a movie of all time because yeah. it made complete sense you got this knight in shining armor took the fall as being the batman believed in the batman was horribly robbed of his the love of his life and then was just like this doesn't work yeah. and obviously the, the two like it was obviously a, a bit on the nose uh two face but but just that was brilliant. great. That, I mean, brilliant. That, the, the special effects for that was great. Gary Amazing. Oldman as well, of course. Gary, as, of uh, course, Gary, yeah, Gary yeah. Oldman. Yeah, brilliant. It's a brilliant, brilliant movie. The, the bit with the ships and uh, is, is one of them going to blow the other one up? Yeah. Because uh, you all put yourselves while you're watching it, you're putting some yourself in their shoes and stuff. Like, oh, so good. It is. It is. Uh, I kind of feel it was on a knife edge. That this <laughs> like would no, be my number no, one or number two. No notes. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> And an incredible soundtrack as well. Yes. Hans Zimmer. Hans yes. Zimmer. Chef's Kiss. Yeah. Mm. So with that, <clears throat> I've got my number one is one that isn't in your top 10. Um, is it Green Lantern? 
oh, you've ruined it now. I was going to come out <laughs> with a massive. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Wonder Woman 1984. No, no, no it's not. It's, uh, I'm going for Superman 2. Superman 2 is my uh, is my number one DC movie. Um, because, again, Terrence Stamp is Zod. Uh, the three of them together, you got Zod. I can't never remember the the names. For your sir, it's something like something that. Like that. Like, something like that. Um, but you've also got the fact that Superman loses his powers, or he he decides mm. to get rid of his powers for the for his love of Lois. Um, and that whole the scene where he goes into the the diner and gets his ass kicked. Um, yeah. And then when it comes to the point where he knows that he's got to go back because Zod is has taken over and obviously Gene Hackman's back again. And then when he when he gets his uh, that whole turnaround again when he when he uh, Zod asks asks him to he has to kneel kneel before Zod obviously the famous thing. And he does that thing where he scrunches his hand because he's got his power back. He's gone into the little capsule and he's made all of them lose their powers. And then Lois turns around and goes, you know what? You're a real pain in the neck and smacks the woman in the face. And then he goes back as Clark, back to the uh, the diner. She's, tr- she's terrific, by the way. Oh, what well, Margot Kidder is, mm. is Lois Lane. She's fantastic. Brilliant. She, yeah, she is fantastic. But he goes back and he sees the same guy that, that beat him yeah, up the yeah, first yeah, time yeah, and yeah, just yeah. like spins him on the chair and throws him out. And oh, I've been working out, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It is so good. I still haven't seen... The um, Richard uh, Donner, the Richard Donner version. I haven't. No, I don't seen think. I, I don't think. I don't think I have either. No, and I, I need to. I need to. Um, one. I think it's a terrific film, and uh, yeah, I don't know why I didn't make my top ten. But I think it is terrific. I think because I put Man of Steel in there, and I thought two film, two movies with Zod as the villain might yeah, be yeah, overkill. Yeah. Um, I, I think it does deserve to take a mock off it because in one of the scenes he defeats the bad guy. By taking a cellophane thing off his chest <laughs> and throwing it at someone, that's where did the cellophane? <laughs> where did the cellophane come from? That's true. At no point it's is that explained, yes, isn't it? And it gets yeah, where, bigger, and it, yeah. Where yeah. does that come from? Yeah, I don't remember that being a weakness for Kryptonians. No, that is true. Cellof- true. Was it was it Kryptonite cellophane? What was going on there? It's just a big S carrier bag that yeah. just uh, goes over him and renders. And they do useless. say don't put carrier bags over your over your head. They do, they do say that on them actually. They do. Maybe that's so, what yeah. it is, yeah. yeah. But that is a good point. Like, I've forgotten about that bit. Maybe that's what tips it over to having back the Dark Knight. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, okay, we did get a couple of honourable mentions. Uh, Stu Grant said Superman Reeves, of course. Superman 2, Superman 3. Batman, Keaton, Batman Returns. Batman Begins. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises. I'm not sure about that. I like The Dark Knight Rises. Did you? Yeah, I really liked it. Like, I, I genuinely love that film. I think it's great. Like, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't think it's a terrific film. I don't think it's one of the greatest films of all time or anything. But I gen, what what does it make sense? A, the fact that he is supposed to be someone that is helping people and he decides to be like Kylo Ren, a moody bastard that's, oh, I've hurt my back, so I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to help anybody <laughs> in Gotham. But also because... The police are constantly on his ass every time he goes out. So he also can't a little bit. But he's Batman. Yeah, I know he's Batman, but he's been he's clearly been Batman for a while. Yeah. And he's not, not been Batman for about a year or so. All right, I'll give you that. What about he's got, a monkey, what, he's got, a, he's got a monkey leg? What about <laughs> what about the fact that Al, um, Alfred, who's been his family for years and years, he lets him think that he's dead. 
he cries at his grave. Oh, oh, Master Bruce, I've let you down. I've let you down. And he doesn't even tell him that he's alive. He doesn't need to do anything but leave, leave him a little message. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, oh, but I'm, he lets him. He lets him know at the end. He's like, just by act, happening to at be the, at, at the end that of, play. Oh, no, because he no because 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 he tells him, doesn't he? In the film, he says, every year I take a vacation to this place. Uh whatever, whatever. And so that's why he turns up, and he's like, so so however long it had been. He's had to think all that time that he's oh, like been six, dead. Like six months, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. And I then he's know. like, and I then he's know. like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then just oh, just lift up the glass and have a little drink. And then he pisses off back to uh, back to Gotham. Anyway, uh, Superman returns. He's got that one. And Shazam, Stu says. And Doug Simpson says, uh, number 10, Batman. Nine, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Eight, Batman Returns. Seven, the Batman. Six, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Five, the Suicide Squad. Four, Batman Begins. Three, the Lego Batman movie, two Joker, and one, the Dark Knight. That guy really loves Batman. (laughs) He does. He says, not a film, but a shout out to the Gotham TV series too. Mm, Okay. Yeah, I watched the first series of that, and then I just had too much going on. Too much stuff to watch at the same time, so I had to to drop all the DC shows at the same time. There you go. Well, and you say you had a lot going on. We've managed to do the top ten. So, apart from going on tour, anything else you got going on, Tez? Um, at some point, I'll be on SAS Who Dares Wins this year. Ooh. And so you can see in that how good of a superhero I would make. So have you already filmed that? or yep, have you filmed go- it. So you no, have. not we filmed it. We filmed it last so you summer. you can't tell us anything about what happened? Can't, can't tell you anything, except that I'm in it. Um, and so, yeah, you can judge for yourselves in that how good well, of a still superhero. Here. You're still yeah, here. Yeah, well, so. I'm alive, which is, which is good. <laughs> Um, so that'll be fun at some point. I don't, I don't know when it's out, but it's at some, it's out at some point this year. Right. And from September, I'm on my big nationwide tour all over the country. Tezilias.com for all your links and stuff. I will, I will put that in the show notes so people can just click on there. And 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 that is that up and down the country? Yeah, all the way from from Glasgow and Edinburgh, all the way down to Brighton and uh, Southampton. And everywhere, Excellent. everywhere in between. And I'm assuming all your social medias you can get from your your uh, website as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's at Tez Ilias everywhere, so I'm dead easy to find. Okay, and uh, and how was uh, making tea for your wife? Was did it work out okay in the end? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. It was it was well. I, I I know how to make one dish, one pasta dish. It very that, nice. I must admit, it was, it was I, right. I saw on on, on Instagram. Bit, bit too much salt. All oh, right, I haven't done it for a little while. So a bit too much sort of thing, but apart from that, it was it was it was very nice. Yeah, I would recommend following Tez on uh, Instagram because he's <laughs> uh, he's got some funny videos on there. Thank um, you. Uh, and again, if you want to follow us and uh, you know, on Patreon, social media, email us. All of the links are in the show notes. I can't be bothered to go through them all. They're all there. You just click on what you want: merch, Patreon, all that stuff, uh, and send us uh, also uh, an email uh, for. And you know, Neil, my usual co-host, does all this. I've got no idea what I'm talking about. Just go to the show notes; it's all on there. Tez, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you, sir. Thank you for um, having me. And and whenever you've got another thing you want to talk about, I mean, DC movies obviously is your thing. Uh, I mean, maybe yeah, we we've done um, top ten Star Wars original um, original trilogy moments. Maybe you'd come and do the top ten prequel moments or top ten. Sequel moments, maybe. I mean, that'd be thin. The, the, the sequel ones will be. They'd all, but... they'd all be from episode seven. They would. <laughs> um, we could maybe do something like that. Or I'm sure that you're an expert in many other things. 
yeah 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 uh yeah no i'd love to come back on at some point and and, and yeah talk about some more stuff awesome good luck with the tour and uh, thank you very much and good luck with uh, the sas and all that that's a that's a that's going to be interesting to watch yeah um and thank you very much everybody for watching and listening and let's go start the countdown this is going to be interesting because i i mean on a, on previous episodes i've said what i think about the the, the few what what dc has been like during yeah. the mcu we yeah. can get we can get into all that but so, uh, before we start what are your top three star wars movies out of the 11 odd that uh, um so it'd be a new hope at number one empire at number two and probably jedi at number three. Oh wow we've just gone four five six yeah because for, for me everyone seems to say that empire strikes back and it is a perfect film but a new hope is the one that got me into star wars when i was yeah, like yeah, eight, sure, eight years sure, old sure, so it's sure. the one that i can watch i'd hate to think how many times i've watched that yeah it's yeah, frightening yeah. to think about it but i just can't stand the ewoks right <laughs> okay i see now i can see that i can really see that yeah but so my mom would go five four three really then, I, I I think from Anakin's turn, that movie is amazing. Yeah. From the moment Anakin turns, it's just that the last hour or 45 minutes, whatever it is, is just so good. And just and just erases all the other crap that went on two and a half films before it. I just wish that George Lucas had written the scripts and then handed it off to somebody else to say, can you yeah. write polish these up? Because yeah, yeah. And write some good dialogue. Some, yeah, because the dialogue was just awful. And I can remember coming out of um, The Phantom Menace and thought, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, because yeah. I wasn't ever expecting another Star because... Wars film. As it went on, I thought, oh, Jar Jar, what the fucking hell's going on here? But you know what's interesting? Now at this age, I'm like, tell me more about the trade stuff because how does a galactic universe actually function? <laughs> exactly. I think that's like, where some of the TV shows are be, actually quite interesting. Like, it's complicated doing it on planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how do you do it across the universe? That's yeah. fascinating to me. Yeah, and that's why I found some of the some of the more boring stuff in um, uh, what's it called? The latest one, the Rise of Skywalker. No, sorry, the the oh. TV show. The um... oh, uh, Endor was that? Yeah, Endor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found Andor, that. Yeah. I found so, yeah, I found some of that stuff fascinating. I was like, hmm, that was of a course, lot. Yeah. Of course, there were a lot of meetings going on. Yeah, and I like those kind of things where it fleshes it out. But like, Rise of Skywalker is a, is a piece of shit. It is fucking terrible no I, I hated the whole oh. i actually really like seven even though it was just episode four yeah done with better graphics i i, I saw that 13 I times hated, at the cinema i hated Awakens. hated hated eight hated nine yeah nine was just terrible but i I also despise kylo ren oh really i just hate the just an emo middle-class privileged child to go, oh, my mum was the princess and <laughs> my and my uncle is the most powerful man in the galaxy. And I, I'm very upset about everything. Oh, dear. And I'm going right. to write some poetry because I'm mad about and, everything. And he's always angry. He's always oh, angry until he gets just, a kiss off the lady at the end. Yeah, and then he, then just, he decides to die. I, go, oh, I hated him. <sighs> I mean, this should all stay in, you know. This should all stay in the episode. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep I feel, it in. I feel keep like what I, I might do is have this at the end as a little extra little bonus yeah, bit, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, an appendix. Uh, an, an appendix, exactly. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 